High School Basketball and Round Guy Radio is sponsored by Iowa Tire, Fairfield, Iowa. Rob Moore, Livestock Risk Partners in Minneapolis, Iowa. 4M Plumbing of Washington, Iowa. Toyota Transmission and Repair. Real Smart Highlights of Columbus. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, as well as the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Well, we are here in Columbus, Iowa, thanks to Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, and their support of the Van Buren Warriors. We've got the Columbus uh, Wildcats coach uh, with us, uh, Coach Cheney. Welcome program. Thanks for having me back. Well, um, this kind of exciting game for you. You know, you're coming off of, of another win. You got a couple conference wins, and that's really all that matters. Uh, but you got a chance to put another win on the board, or or, or you got a game here uh, against a little bigger school. The, uh, they're scruffing a little bit. They got some good players. Uh, tell me a little bit about. Well, tell me first. Tell me what do you think of this Van Buren Warriors team? So I've only watched a little bit of film on them. Uh, they're definitely athletic and quick which uh, I don't think they have a lot of height on their team. I've, I've talked to Coach Shellman a little bit, and so I think they're kind of s- smaller, but uh, we'll be ready for to bang with them physically. And and they, they're kind of off to a slow start as well, but they're kind of like us. The, the South Division's top teams are hard to beat, and so the, it's kind of crazy that uh, I'm, I'm friends with the head coach for Van Buren. We're both in our first year of varsity, and both of our teams are kind of having the same start of our years. So it, it, we're hoping, we're both kind of hoping that it's going to be a competitive game, and we hope we can pull away with the win. Well, uh, the the only good, uh, uh, not so good thing is you're not a hundred percent healthy, are you? No, we we got a couple guys that are dealing with some pull, some pulled muscles here and there. We we have one one guy out for the season with a broken ankle and foot. So yeah, right now January is the grind. We've got three games a week every week this month. So we're just really hoping we can keep guys healthy in a non-conference game. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about uh, you know you got the first win against uh, a Wobolo, and now you you got a second win against Highland. Um, what does that do for your players? You know when they get those wins on the board. Yeah. So um, comparing it to last year's team, we have the exact same record we have had with last year's team. But I think. This gets with getting those two wins in our conference that keeps us out of being last in the conference. And right now, there's kind of a four-way race for the for, from fourth to the bottom with Lone Tree and Wapolo and Highland. So get so being able to beat two of the teams that are right there with us is what we want. And now we're just hoping the second half of the schedule we can compete with some of the schools that beat us the first half. Well, what are you going to do to uh, come out uh, and be successful against the Van Buren Warriors? So I, I think. We, we've had a lot of slow starts, so we re, we'd like to be over 10 points in the first quarter. Um, and another thing like I've been really focused in on is our turnovers per game. Against Highland, we only had 14, which is our lowest of the season. So if we can keep our turnovers under 20 and make them hopefully turn it over more than 20, I think we'll be able to pull away from them. Right. Well, thanks for being with us. Thank you. Well, we got Coach Shellman of the Van Buren Warriors. Welcome, Coach. Yep, yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks well, for coming. you know we're we're here in Columbus tonight. Uh, Iowa Tires is a sponsor of your your team, so we uh, paid the gas money to get us over here tonight. Uh, tell me a little bit about the Columbus Wildcats. Well, first and foremost, they're coming off a win from Highland on Tuesday night to start out the break. So 
you know, they're coming in with a win here, feeling pretty confident about themselves. And we know it's going to be a tough dog fight here. Um, I think our kids are excited from coming out of the winter break. But it's definitely going to be a dog fight that we look forward to. But they're a well-coached team with Coach Cheney. Grew up with them from my high school days. And so um, good friends. Uh, we wish the best each, each other the best of luck. Uh, but uh, obviously we'd like to take on the win. Everybody wants to win, that's yeah, for sure. Course. Well, tell me a little bit about who's playing well for you guys right now. Yeah, you know, Lucas Fed, I kind of sound like a broken record, but Lucas Fed has always been that leader for us. He's playing really well. Um, Isaac Leffler has been the kind of the scoring leader for us throughout the season. Um, looking for him to have a big game tonight. Um, and then Lincoln Bainbridge and Will Coral. So those four kind of our core uh, guys that play really well for us, and obviously we need them the most here tonight to get the win. Well, what are you going to have to do to be successful tonight? We just got to play Van Buren County basketball. We have to be able to rebound. We have to play hard defense, hard-nosed defense, and be able to get the rebounds. You know, our, our best offense is playing no offense off of the defensive transition. So in order for us to get the win, that's what it's going to take. All right, well, thanks for being with us, Awesome, coach. thank you. The Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, presents the Backyard Brawl, or the Battle for the Bacon, uh, <laughs> as three pounds of bacon is online for this game. We're here at Beacon School. Last year, uh, we're talking to Coach Miss Islick of the Sigourney Savages. Last year was your place. Yep. Today it's over here. Uh, is this a tough environment to win in? It is. It's a great, you know, they always have a good crowd. It's uh, it's always uh, a good team. Uh, Coach Johnson does a great job with these guys. And uh, it's always going to be a tough game. And uh, it's a fun rivalry, though. You know, two teams that are in two communities that are close together. And uh, uh, it's always a fun game for us. Well, you uh, uh, coming off a nice little win last night. Tell me a little bit about that game. Yeah, we played well last night uh, for about the last uh, uh, two and a half quarters. We got to a really slow start. Um, uh, didn't play very well uh, for the first about 10 minutes, but uh, really played a lot better uh, at the end and had some good balance. Uh, Ike Solon and uh, Isaac all had, uh, I think, 14, 14 and uh, 15 points. So good balance and uh, uh, found a way to get a win uh, on the road against a good team. This is pretty evenly, you know, you're, you're coming in here uh, about even, they're coming in here about even. Uh, um, uh, do you expect this to be a slog tonight? I think this will be a good game. I mean, they, they played a really tough schedule. They, you know, you look, at, you look at their losses, uh, they lost a, a really good Waco team, uh, an undefeated Winfield team, uh, a, a, one of the best 2A teams in the area in, in EBF, and then a Mid Prairie team who's always good. So, you know, their losses uh, have been good ones. Uh, and uh, yeah, they, they got a pretty good conference record, they, I think. They do. They're they five and two or something a in the good, conference. So, so that's good. Yeah. Well, what are you going to have to do to come out on top today? I we're just going to have to hopefully take care of the ball, rebound, and, uh, and play well. All right, thanks for being with us. Well, we're here with Coach Swanson and the Pekin Panthers. Uh, uh, you got this thing on your court this time. Uh, um, seemed like the teams are pretty evenly matched. Uh, um, tell me, what do you know about the Sigourney Savages? Uh, a lot of good guard play, a lot of guys that can shoot, uh, play a little up-tempo, and very uh, physical uh, team. So, uh, very evenly matched two teams, same records. 10 miles apart. I don't think you could ask for more on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's kind of just always an exciting uh, uh, um, environment to, to see a game, watch a game in. Uh, what are you going to have to do to come out on top? Uh, just play vegan basketball, be physical, play defense, and uh, play be tough. You, you got any injuries or anything? All right. Well, the the bacon is on the line. All right. Backyard brawl and the battle for the bacon is about to begin. Thanks for being with us. Thanks.
Well, we're here with the player of the game, Isaac Bruns. Uh, congratulations, Isaac. I know this is a hard-fought win for you, but you got so many rebounds, so many block shots, so many steals. Uh, uh, I guess defensively, that's pretty much where you contributed. Uh, tell me about your mindset tonight. Uh, well, we had a good win last night. We started off slow, but so kind of game plan was coming out with a lot of energy, get it right off the bat. You know, first half wasn't the best, but we came out second half really energetic. Well, you got a, a, a more than half point shot from, I think, Cole McKay there at halftime. What did you guys feel about Because you're down by three and you tied it up. You think that maybe changed the momentum and, and really led you off to a big third Third period? Yes, that was a big momentum swing. He just changed the game right there going in the half, and then we came out with some fire and really put it on. That's the, the longest shot ever on Round Guy Radio. Yeah. Well, uh, any other players on the team you thought really? I know Solon Yates hit some some, some threes and, and some other yeah. players. Solon was scoring really well, and Ike was handling the ball. John was great defensive presence like always, and Woody, he's just out there perfect. I mean, he's fundamental, just what you want in the guy. Well, you got to win. You got about six stitches, and you're going to get some uh, basketball cards. Uh, why don't you open that up? Go right to the to somewhere in the middle. You're either going to get an on-card autograph or a, uh, a relic. Uh, these are provided by uh, Home Plate Sports Cards. There it is, right there. Who is it? A nice relic of a NBA player. Who is it? Hamido Diallo. All right. Well, uh, thank you. Here is uh, three pounds of bacon. Give this to your coach All right. uh, from the Packwood Locker. Thanks for being with us. Rob Moore of uh, Livestock Risk Management in Minneapolis presents the Winfield Mount Union Wolves. We've got Coach Edwards. Welcome, program coach. Hey, thanks for having me again. Well, you, I don't know how whether you played one game, two games, three games, or whatever since the break, uh, but let our listeners know the results and, and uh, uh, how it went. Yeah, we, we started off uh, up at, at Hillcrest on January 2nd um, for our first game back and um, played really, really well that night, uh, both defensively and offensively. So I think uh, I think we won that one maybe 72-35, something like that in that range. So really pleased with, with that one. Then we um, came back Friday and we played Lone Tree at home. That was our first time playing Lone Tree. Um, didn't play as well. We were kind of sloppy, uh, but um, I believe that one we we end up winning sixty eight thirty one. So um, you know, good, it's always good to come out of break and go two and zero because you, you know with all the time off and and everything, you just never know like how the kids are going to respond um, coming out of that out of break. You know, you kind of get into a groove there right before Christmas, and then all of a sudden, there's pretty long break, really. Yeah, yeah. When we gave them five days off, um, so and then we hit it hit it hard for about five days or so. Well, you, so, you got, um, got a chance to work off a little bit of that Christmas ham and stuff, and get, yeah. get the, the team tuned up and get ready. Uh, uh, is there anything, any players, or anything you want to talk about in them first two games that, that maybe you really did well? Um, you know, it's it, kind of the same same crew as, uh, as always. You know. Um, it was a different guy both both nights. Um, you know, Cam scored it really well. Abram, Abram, I think was our leading scorer up at Hillcrest with twenty, and we were really balanced that night. We had four guys in double figures. I think Abram led the way with twenty. Uh, Cam was up there. Carter and uh, Cole. Cole might have had nine or eleven, so he was he was right there. And then, um, you know, when we came back against uh, Lone Tree. Again, we might have we had three or four guys in double figures. I know 
Um, I think Cam led the way with 20. Um, Jake had 14. Abram 13. Um, you know, Carter was probably right up there again too. So, you know, we're you know, just keeping balanced. Um, you know, that's that's what we're trying to do offensively is, you know, have have as many guys score as possible. So it's it's not easy to key on one guy. And uh, the guys are doing a really good job of sharing the ball and and um, moving it around. So. Yeah, and we, we came back and we've been rebounding well, um, which is good. That's just something we put emphasis on. We had one or two games where I didn't think we rebounded real well, so um, kids have been doing a good job there. Um, so overall, pleased with the way we started. Yeah, it, it, um, I'm really happy with where you you know what you did here this week, getting yourself tuned back up again. Um, one thing I'm seeing a, a little bit here is kids that are uh, – uh, coming off the bench, kids are coming up from the JV they haven't seen before. Uh, you got any any kids that are uh, showing some uh, progress here? Yeah, so uh, um, we've we've been going about primarily eight deep um, with our main rotation right now. So Gabe and um, Gabe Hemsworth and Cole Milks have kind of depending on matchups, gone back and forth on who's starting or whatever. So, you know, either time, either, you know, anytime you can have either one of those guys coming off the bench, like that's a starter quality guy coming in, in off the bench, right? So um, they've been doing a nice job for us. And then, um, you know, Max uh, Edwards has been coming in as a sophomore, doing a nice job for us. Hasn't been scoring a whole lot, but, um, you know, he's been rebounding a lot better. Uh, last couple games and moving the ball and, and defending defending better. So, um, and then uh, Eli Miller has come in and given us some good minutes too. Like he's an energy guy, um, does a nice job on on defense and and for a little guy he he rebounds really well. So um, yeah, just uh, just those guys coming in and giving us spot minutes and and uh, making plays when when they have the the chance to. I'm like it. I'm like it. Well, let's uh, uh, talk a little bit about uh, tonight's game, the weather, and all this other stuff. You got some games coming up this week. What what, what are we looking at, and uh, um, what's the odds of some of this stuff getting canceled or whatever? Yeah, that's that's a million dollar question right there, right? The, so we're I, I think we're jumping into the meat of our schedule right here. So uh, we're supposed to have Minneapolis at home tonight. Um, I know there's some talk about moving it up um, to try to get it in. I I really don't know where we're at with with that. Um, you know, it, it's it's one of just one of those things. Probably when if the first drop of snow gets here a little sooner than what everybody expects, or maybe it'll get canceled or postponed or something. I don't know. But uh, and then we're supposed to have L and M um, at home tomorrow, and that one looks really dicey <laughs> yeah I, that does. I, would, I would be really surprised if that one got got played tomorrow night and then um you know we're we're supposed to be at peaking friday and then we'll turn around with waco at home tuesday so we got you know kind of four big games here in the next eight days um so really just you know we'll have to kind of go by the seat of our pants and figure things out as we go, because I would surprise if our schedule um, holds up the way it's supposed to. So um, luckily with a team full of seniors and, and some juniors, you know, we, we've been through this before and um, the kids are, 
you know, do a good job of adjusting on the fly and, and adjusting their schedules to, to be ready to play. Well, uh, we're looking forward to, I was, you know, uh, the plan was for me to get there tonight. Uh, I don't know where the game's going to get played or when it's going to get played, but stay in contact with me and let me know what, when they make that decision. Is there anything else you want to talk about before I let you go? Um, no, no, I'm re- just ready to see how we do against a bunch of good teams here the next three weeks. So, well, um, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully we get a bunch of them in. <laughs> well, thanks for being with us. Yep. Thanks, Dave. Kyoto Transmission and Repair of Kyoto, Iowa presents the Kyoto Eagles. We got Coach Stout with us. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks a lot for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, uh, I understand you've had a, a couple chances to get on the court and run off some of that Christmas ham. And uh, I don't know whether you played one game or two games or three games. I, um, it seems like everybody's a little different here. Yeah, we've just got the one game in with Colfax Mingo there. Okay. Well, um, I, I saw uh, that one of your players, uh, you might know him, uh, uh, had a thousand, hit his thousand career points. What was that like? Yeah, that was really, really a neat experience for Sawyer. Um, he was, uh, he was really pressing pretty hard though in the game, and you could tell when he was playing that it, that it was on his mind. Um, got down to the fourth quarter, and we had a pretty comfortable lead and everything. And you know, I, I kind of left my starters in a little bit longer than I normally would that type of game situation but we really wanted to see him get that um thousandth point at home and and he was finally able to get a a nice screen from evan vitito and he was able to hit a layup to get that and and take care of that and you know get a good recognition from from his home crowd that obviously he's been playing in front of for four years so 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 that was really cool it was really neat Uh, since i've been here at kyoto it's the sixth guy to do it um his brother's one of them, J.D., and then we had three guys off of our 2014 fourth-place um, state team that were able to do it, Colton Griner and Luke Lyle and Nate Owen, and then Casey Searin was also able to do that earlier in my career. And I believe Bill Kindred um, back on the 89 championship team also did it. So on my record collection, we got at least seven. I'm still looking around, talking to, trying to talk to some former alumni from Kyoto from back in the earlier days to see if we got any more. So it's a pretty exclusive club here, but, it, but again, it's, it's really a neat thing. And like I told everybody else after that happened, it, it's just not an individual thing. It's a, it's a team thing. Um, you don't do that without having great teammates and, um, you know, great other great players that have to get you the ball, have to set screens for you. So as yeah. much as it's an individual one, it's a, it's a team, it's a team thing too. Yeah. Well, that, that was pretty exciting. I, I heard Bubby came off the bench and knocked another one down. Yeah, he was he was one for two, and and yep, so he got another one in. So it was nice to see, and and it was really nice to see a lot of our guys get back out on the floor. We didn't shoot the ball that great against Colfax Mingo. Um, we did end up making nine three pointers, but but overall we didn't shoot that great. But we were still able to score seventy points, and and, our, and I think our defense played really really good against them. Yeah, the um, well, uh, um, talk a little bit about the. You mentioned the defense played really well. Uh. Tell me who 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 really um, kind of stood out on the defensive side. Well, I, I, again, I, it's it's a collective unit. It's everybody. I mean, we with the way we play, the the way we try and you know speed everybody else up. Um, we weren't really getting a lot of steals, but you know, I just thought our guys were in the right places at the right times. But we we created quick shots from Colfax Mingo, and that's one thing we worked on over the break. And we and we talked a lot about is even if you don't get a steal. If the other team comes down and shoots the ball within the first 10 seconds of the shot clock and we get the rebound, that's a win for us because now we got another possession. Because we, I think we took 75 shots that night, 
Um, and it was just one of those things where we didn't make as many as we normally do. But when, when you get that many opportunities, you're gonna you're bound to score points because I think we had 21 offensive rebounds. But but I thought defensively, I just thought the whole group, um, Tanner and Sawyer in the front of it, um, Cole and Billy in the middle of our press. Uh, we put in a new we put in a new half court trap press. Um, with a two-one-two, just in the strictly in the half court, and I thought we we executed that really well. We did get a couple turnovers out of that, um, but some of our turnovers weren't didn't lead directly. You know, they were them throwing the ball out of bounds and things like that, which doesn't lead to quick fast break points, but it also you know gets you the ball back. Bill, uh, um, you guys are off to a great start, but um, this weather's coming in, and I don't know uh, how it's going to affect this week. So. Let our listeners know, you know, what else you got on the schedule, um, uh, whether they, they've canceled any of the games yet or not, uh, um, and, and maybe you have some kind of idea when maybe they might be played again, and, and whether that, if you have to load up a bunch of games later on, um, could it have an effect on the team? Well, we're going to, um, on Tuesday, we're supposed to go to North Mahaska, which is a game again we've got we've had circled since the beginning of the year they they play about the same style of basketball we play they they got kids that really like to run up and down the floor they like to shoot the three-pointer um like we mean you were talking off the air there about a wild wild west shootout if that game gets played it, it could be an 85 to 80 ball game that both teams are clicking on offense um which would be an awesome high school basketball game to watch um so we'll, so we'll see i mean I, I, obviously, with the weather coming in, it doesn't look like we're going to get that. If we get a foot of snow, I don't think anybody will be going anywhere. Um, Friday, we're supposed to play BGM in a homecoming game. Um, and again, there's weather forecasted for Thursday, Friday. Um, BGM's not there. You know, they've, they've won four or five ball games. Um, but, you know, that's that's always a big thing for us to have a homecoming game. We get a couple, uh, you know, KCI radios coming over to cover it and stuff like that. So, so you know, it's kind of a big thing, too. And then Saturday, we're supposed to play out of conference, we're supposed to play Hillcrest Saturday afternoon at our place. And again, I guess if I got officials lined up and if we get snowed out, you know, you know, we might try and get a conference game played in there because we we don't have it. Like you said, we're going to have to load up a schedule at the end of the year. Um, yeah, we, you could potentially cancel uh, tonight's game, Thursday's game. Uh, you have one Friday and Saturday, too. Well, not Thursday. We're just supposed to play, play guys, Friday, to play Friday, Saturday. Yeah. So, I mean, so, I mean you, you, you'll be happy to play two of those three games or, or one of those three games. Well, I, would imagine. I know. And the sad part is weather wise, it looks like Hillcrest is the only one we'd get in. And that's the only one we don't need to play. We don't have to play. Obviously I, I like playing them guys. Um, but, but again, we don't have to play that game. It's if a I non-conference move, game anyway. Yeah. Non-conference game. If I could move a conference game in there to play at that time, I'd definitely do that for sure. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, the problem, like I was going to say, the problem is, is that on January 20th, we, we host the, we host the district speech, con- speech contest here in Kyoto. So that takes up a day on January 30th, we, or 29th, I'm sorry, we, we host the state show choir here at Kyoto. So that takes another day out. So like you said, we're going to have to bundle games up and play, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, which if you remember back to the beginning of the year, we loaded our schedule up that first week, and, and there's one reason why. I mean, if, if you get stuck having to make up a bunch of games, you know, obviously we're in, we're in, the, we're in a tight race for a conference championship um, with Linville Soli, and depending on what happens with North Mahaska, you know, all three of our teams are right there battling for a conference championship, and they'll throw Bell Plain in there. They only got two losses. You know, we got to get our games played, and, and you know, so that's one of those things when Mother Nature comes in and starts messing with us, it's always 
it's always tough on high school athletes and coaches and athletic directors. All I know is all the athletic directors like yourself uh, will be walking around. I uh, won't need any haircuts because you're all going to be pulling your hair out trying to figure <laughs> this out. This week. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about, Coach? No, that sounds good. Well, thanks for being with us. I appreciate it. Thank you. We're talking West Burlington Falcon basketball with Coach Van Fleet. Uh, Coach, uh, uh, you had a week uh, uh, since we talked last over the break. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thanks for having me back on. Pleasure to be here as always. And, yeah, so uh, had our first game back on Friday against Danville at our place last Friday night. Uh, we were able to, to get the win 70-57. And, uh, yeah, it was just a – it was a very good uh, competitive Southeast Conference, South Conference game. Uh, you know, both teams played really hard. Danville had a great had a great game plan. They threw a lot of different defenses at you. So – uh, and they have some pretty good size. So it was a game that, uh, you know, luckily we had two and a half weeks to prepare for um, and kind of get ready for a different level, a different style, I guess, than what we're normally used to playing in. But um, <clears throat> had a really good game. Kids, we shot the ball well. We rebounded the ball really well. I think, um, you know, when we had the stats come in, I think we had it. Uh, they had us having 15 offensive rebounds, which uh, for a team that doesn't have a lot of size, uh, our athletes showed up and, and really played aggressive on Friday night, which I was pleased to see. Yeah, well, uh, uh, that's pretty exciting. I haven't gotten to see Danville yet, and and uh, all I have to go by is what other teams tell me about them, but could you kind of refresh my memory as to what, what's going on over there at Danville? Because they sound like they're, I think they're having a pretty outstanding season. They are. They're, they, you know, they're, they're seven and four right now. You know, obviously the league's, you know, pretty stacked. So, uh, but they do have a pretty, they have a young team, but, but they've got some size, you know, they got the Orth kid who's six, seven senior. Um, they got, uh, you know, Siebert, who's a junior who's six, six. They got, they got Carter Buck who's senior who's six, seven. And then they, they've got some young guards, uh, but their, their big guys are all juniors, seniors and, uh, you know, like I said, the, the Silkups, you know, played for coach, legendary coach LaFoon. And, you know, so, you know, they're going to bring that one, three, one that, that coach LaFoon's always had. But uh, in our game, we saw a triangle and two most of the night, um, even saw a box and one just for a couple possessions. Uh, and then they didn't play as much man. Um but and I think we maybe saw a two-three zone just for a couple of possessions. But to play against four different defenses uh, in a in a single game, obviously, um, I was pleased that our guys got out and, and played as well as they did. Obviously, um, you know we had it was the first time this year we had all five starters in double figures, uh, which was like a that. which was a key thing for us. Uh, you know, I think obviously the triangle and two, they were trying to contain Brady Martin and Mason Watkins, our two leading scorers and the, the guards to get all the attention. Uh, but Kobe Davis, our third guard, uh, had 18 points, had a, had a really good game, um, made some big shots, did it inside, outside. Uh, and then our other two, our other two forwards, Quincy, Quincy Collins and, and Aiden Figueroa, both had good games, uh, made shots inside, outside. And then when you factor in the rebounding, um, you know, just made it tough for, for Danville to, uh, to get some points. But overall we were, yeah, we were happy with the win. Um, 
you know, it was good to finally get that first one back after a three week layoff. And, and now we get ready for, for the, the juggernaut, which is, uh, this week's three games, uh, weather permitting. Well, uh, that, that, that guard of yours is so good. Um, Watkins. Yeah. Yeah. Watkins. Uh, I've been seeing him on news reports and on Twitter and, and stuff. Uh, um, and, and that he deserves it, but he may be one of the, if not the best, one of the very best basketball players we've got in this area. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about his season and uh, why he's getting so many accolades. Well, you know, he's a, he's a, a 6'3 junior. Um, he's averaging about 20 points a game right now. And, um, you know, I've, I've coached Mason since eighth grade. I, I coached his eighth grade uh, junior high team at West Burlington. And so, um, but I've known him for a long, long time. His his dad is Lorenzo Watkins, the head coach here at Southeastern Community College, and um, you know his dad was a was a great college player at, at Indian Hills and then Idaho State University. So uh, you know he's got that he's got that Watkins gene. Um, he's a good shooter. Uh, he's a gamer. He's he's one of those guys that you know when we're in practice, I have to put stuff in that that makes it competitive because. <laughs> when things are competitive, Mason's attitude completely changes. And so he's one of those kids that it doesn't matter if it's ping pong or a rebounding drill. If we're keeping track of points and we're making it competitive, uh, Mason wants to win. And so I think that kind of drive is what's making him uh, such a good player. And, you know, he's shooting 51% from the field. He's, you know, 72% free throw shooter. He's, you know, he's shooting, you know, over 35% from the three right now. Uh, and when you put him on one side of the floor and Brady Martin on the other side of the floor, who's averaging 18 and in, in shooting, you know, almost 50% from the floor and 35% from three, uh, it makes us tough to guard because you can't just put – if you got one really good defender, you got to figure, okay, well, do we want to put him on Watkins, who's averaging 20, or Brady, who's Martin, who's averaging 18? So, um, no, Mason's, he's still growing. I mean, gosh, he's probably grown, you know, an inch and a half, two inches in the last year. He's he spent a lot of time in the weight room over the summer, uh, so he's really starting to work on his body. And, you know, when your dad is a head college coach, um, you know, you've got guys you can go work out with and do stuff in the summertime. And uh, so it just gives him a, a little bit of an edge that, that most high school kids don't get. He probably has a little bit of an edge to himself. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. Uh, uh, well, we uh, uh, need to talk about the elephant in the room, and that's this big storm that's coming in. So, And how it's going to yeah. affect the games that you're playing. I don't know if you got a game scheduled for tonight uh, that's up in the air. Uh, um uh, um, we may have some snow Friday. I don't know what's going on, uh, but that's not different than every other week. Uh, yeah. But uh, what is going on that you know of that you can tell our listeners uh, about this weather that's coming in, how it's going to affect what's happening this week? So, yeah, so there's uh, – West Burlington, all of our students have laptops, so we, we've kind of prepared for this. We're able to have what's called like a virtual school day, so it won't count for us as a snow day. Uh, but the students tomorrow, Tuesday, will uh, will have school from home on their laptops virtually. So um, while it won't necessarily be a snow day, it will not be a day of classes at school. And what that does for us is usually that will um, 
automatically cancel any athletic games that are happening Tuesday night. So we are supposed to play Tuesday night against Notre Dame. Uh, right now that game's looking probably unlikely, but but we'll see. The, the thing with this storm is we're going to get a lot of snow overnight. So, you know, they're saying possibly eight inches, but we'll have six inches overnight. So uh, I don't know. We're, we're still kind of looking at that. You I know, know that what? Notre Dame oh. was supposed to play at Washington tonight, Monday night. I know that game's already looks like, according to Bound, that's already been postponed. Okay. Um, so, 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 you're yeah, supposed, supposed to play to... in Washington tonight? No, Notre Dame is oh, playing Dame. in Washington tonight. That's who we're supposed to play tomorrow night. So, um, well, yeah, that's not very far, is it? Uh, Burlington? No, uh, it's how, how many miles? It's a mile. Yeah, One mile? So I can so, see you doing that, you know, if the yeah. roads were you – know, I mean, I don't know if we could send a bus in from Wilton or, or, yeah. or over at Sigourney or something to you. but uh, So maybe yeah. you guys can play that one. Yeah, and all three of our officials are here in town. So, you know, in-town officials, both teams are in Burlington, West Burlington. So, uh, you know, neither school really has a – has a bus system so we're both schools that kids normally drive to school on their own anyway yeah. but obviously um you know we safety is you know obviously the the most important thing we want to make sure everybody's safe so well um, let me ask you this gonna, though yeah. uh you, you go cancel three games or something and then you got to now you're going from three games a week to four games a week or two games a week to three games a week too you know yeah so yeah and that's that's scary so we're already kind of looking at dates i know that uh you know again our athletic directors at both schools are looking at that but you know friday we're supposed to have a storm another storm and we're supposed to play at holy trinity so um and how far is that by the way that's about 15 miles so not not terrible. It's it's just down in Fort Madison, so it's not a terrible drive. But and then we're supposed to play Keokuk at four o'clock on Saturday, so at our place. So and that's about a forty. Yeah, we have to put the gas in the bus or what going on down there? Yeah. So <laughs> so obviously we don't want to, you know, we want to get as many of these games in. Um, we want to make sure that everybody's safe. Obviously, the the beauty of basketball nowadays is we have huddle which can put those games out so if people don't want to drive uh you know too far if they want to just stay home and watch it on on the internet they can do that and so uh i think all of our games are now streamed online so that's that's the one beauty of of this but no we definitely don't want um you know we prefer to get all these games in uh, but I, I think tomorrow is obviously probably the game that's going to be the, the biggest question. Um, and I'd feel, I feel bad for Notre Dame if they have to postpone two games in two days, uh, because like you said, now that's adding, uh, games on top of games, you know, as we get into this final four weeks and of the some season. Some teams got a lot of depth and some teams don't. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes, you know, you might already have be dealing with the, um, I know kids that are dealing with, High ankle sprains and, and quad pulls and stuff out there already with just a regular amount of work. Yeah, I mean, you have a guy who just has a basic little ankle tweak. Um, you know, if you got three games in five days or something, it could really affect your season. And with this league being being the way it is, I mean, yeah, we have a two game lead on we have a two game lead on on the south 
standings here in the Super Conference, but yeah, uh, you there's know, a lot that, of games with, left. That is, I, yeah, I wouldn't feel I mean, too good about it. I mean, no, with Notre Dame and Holy Trinity this week, I mean that that lead could uh, could go away quickly. Couple so, teams capable of, of of putting it off, um, you know, yeah, uh, uh, taking that away from you immediately. Yep. Well, yep. Uh, the good uh, as Hank uh, Williams Senior used to say, the good Lord willing, and the creeks don't rise. You know, yep. the Round Guy Radio is definitely planning on covering yep. this Holy Trinity uh, uh, West Burlington game because it just really got me intrigued, and I think it's, it'd be a great game for us to be a part of, uh, uh, and we really want to get a chance to see your guys and, and their guys too. So uh, yep. uh, hopefully, you know, if, if it works out, keep me informed as to where you, you shuffle the game, and we'll, um, you know, so I got to be able to get there. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I won't. I'll take care of my own safety too, you know, I mean, uh, but uh, really excited about your season. Um, I guess the last question is um, there's a, you're, you're, you're not getting ranked. And I think some of our listeners might want to talk a little bit or hear a little bit about that because y'all rank here at round guy radio, you know, and we don't rank the whole state, uh, but uh, you know, you're in the top for us. Yeah. You know, I'm still, I'm still learning all that. Uh, you know, there's, there's obviously, there was the AP poll, which we talked about the last time I was on here, which had us ranked third in, in two a, which, um, you know, I, I didn't, you know, it's early. Uh, and then you have that BC Moore ranking system, which has us right now at 13th. And I think that's probably what's more generating, um, the new poll that came out last week, which is the, the association poll, the Iowa high school, um, the IAHSAA type poll. And so, um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, we, I, I, we've, we've beat every team that they put in front of us. Uh, you know, we beat Holy Trinity, we beat Notre Dame, like, yes, they're one, a schools, but they're really good one, a schools. And, uh, you know, we beat a really good Mount Pleasant team early in the year, which, uh, yeah. you know, they play a really tough schedule, but I think at the end of the year, Mount Pleasant's going to be near the top in that super and the Southeast conference, uh, the 3A level. Um, we've got some 3A games left to be played towards the end of the season against Fairfield and Burlington. But I think, uh, you know, this week, obviously Notre Dame, Holy Trinity, Keokuk, you know, uh, you know, those are three really good teams. And then, you know, we still got the Winfield game. Uh, up at their place later yeah, this month, and, and, and that's uh, they're one a two, but they're they're yep. rough as a cob. <laughs> yep, so they're tough, and so I mean, I, I feel like our schedule. Uh, you know, we have to have six non-conference games, and uh, you know, four of those six are against three A or four A schools, uh, and then the other two are you know, one was Easton Valley, who who's uh, down a little this year, but then the other one is against Winfield, who's yeah, ranked in one A. So, and the other you know, thing I'm, about that is, is uh, I don't know. I mean, if they go on, you know, how many points you score and give up, and all that other stuff, you know, that doesn't take into account for we were ahead of this team and we put some uh, younger players in, you know, at the end of the game, and maybe we didn't score as much, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you keep your starters in, you can get to ninety, you know. Yeah. But that ain't coaching, and that ain't. You know that that's not being fair to the other team, and that's not being fair to your own bench. Yeah, and and that's just not something we're gonna do. I mean, you know, take Easton Valley for instance. I mean, the projection on that one right now is that we were supposed to win that game by forty-seven points, 
um, that's just not going to happen with, with me. Um, you know, we got, we've got 13 guys. Uh, we just added a couple JV guys. So we're going to have 14, 15 guys on the bench. Um, and, and if you get up 35, the clock keeps running. So in an eight minute quarters, that's 16 minutes of, even if you're up 35 at the half, that's 16 minutes of a running clock. And, um, I don't, I don't believe in, you know, doing stuff like that, you know, running it up on somebody. Well, we're not going to press. You know, I mean, man, yeah. uh, ratings are nice, but, you know, we're teaching high school kids. And yeah. they're teaching high yeah. school kids. And maybe they don't have as much talent as you have, you know. Yeah. But you don't want to run them out of the gym and, and, and no. disrespect them or none of that stuff, you know. So yeah. I think that's a, a good plan. Well, Coach, we went a little longer than we were supposed to to start with here. That's right. I, I know you're a busy fellow, but I sure appreciate all the time you give Round Guy Radio, uh, uh, and thanks for being with us. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Good luck and be safe this week.